today's show is brought to you by Tula.com. Receive 20% off your entire purchase at www.trytula.com slash postloveness. Do it. Wakey, wakey, Upper East podcasters. Welcome to a world where Gabriel's accent is supposed to be Southern because no one on the Upper East Side has ever met anyone from North Carolina before. Or anything South of like Delaware. I was so confused when they were like, he's from the South. I was like, I thought he was just... How? Army, <laughs> Army Hammer has one of those voices where like, he, it sounds like he had, he's trying to make his voice sound lower than it actually is when he talks. Yeah. And like, I've met like... I've been in North Carolina. Their accents are incredibly strong. Yeah. It's not like, like this dude. It's like, hi, everybody. My name is, uh, my name is Bruce. Oh, boy. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know, but it's better than like, it, that was much better than what his was. Oh, boy, sure. And I'm, and that's a fuego take, a hot take, whatever, fine. But like, I <laughs> I remember the first time I was in North Carolina, I, I couldn't even understand what he was saying. I was like, I don't know what you're saying, fam. But yeah. on that note. He's from LA. Oh, well. It's fine. Anyway. I'm C. I'm S. And this is Cosmic Girls. Why is she answering? Why is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Cosmic Girls. <laughs> and we are reviewing episode 22 of season 2, which is... Southern Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Which is a uh, title coming from Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, which is a Mel Monroe movie. Also, we the Southern gentleman in this case is Gabriel because which is, he's from the South. Which is, uh, but like how? How he's, is that guy? He's technically from Southern America because he's from LA. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Southwest. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Um, so the Netflix description is really bad. Uh, it is. It's a spoiler too. Straight yeah, off the bat. It is. The first thing. Georgina returns. Uh, why would they say that right away? N- Chuck and Nate are at a crossroads in their friendship dash dash a result of their mutual interest in blair <sighs> which is part of the episode but like a very small part of the episode it's like yeah. it's like the plan it's like those plot c of the episode honestly also, yeah also georgina comes back at like the last five minutes i don't yeah, know so like i don't know i was really pressed when i saw that yeah mm. so um i guess we can start off talking about the there's like there's a, a couple of like there's two kind of separate storylines, sort of. Um, but Serena and So like there's two main there's two main stories. We have like the Humphreys and their drama because of like everything going on with Eel and like um, Rufus trying to figure out how to pay for his son's education as well as, you know, his plans he wants to proceed with Lily. And then you also have Serena and Gabriel and Blair and Herman. Yeah. So like that's a kind of what's going on. So I think we should talk about the bigger plot in the show, which is where the sh- the title comes from. Some of the gentlemen prefer blondes. Gabriel and Serena. They're a new relationship on the block. Serena is head over hills over this new Gabriel guy, uh, undescript, indescript white dude. Let's just talk about this 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 guy. So for this a second. is Army Hammer. I. Didn't realize it was Army Hammer until I just looked him up right now because I've Googled him so many times because he is so generic. He is. He is. If there was a cattle call for like white num- white man number two, he would be the front <laughs> of the line. Like he is your quintessential white dude. He, he's like 
he's he's handsome. He's but, very you know, handsome. Very, he, but he looks like a, but he looks like a Ken doll. Like, he yeah. looks artificial. He looks like a guy you that would see at you know Abercrombie and Fitch. You know who's like you know trying to get like a new hoodie, <laughs> wearing flip flops. He's like, shut bro. Yeah, he's like one of those guys they hire at Christmas to stand outside the door shirtless. One of the guys I dated was like that. We talked, we talked about this. Yeah, we did. We did talk about this, but like on the show, actually. But um, yes, exactly. Oh he looks one God. of those guys, but yeah. like, they really, and like, the thing is with this actor is that like, they've tried so hard to make this guy happen. And it's like, please stop trying to make Am- Army Heimer happen. Like, there's, <laughs> like, he, he is so fetch. He is not fetch. Well, he's fetch in the fact that everyone keeps trying to make him happen. Oh. I guess he is. I high five myself, everyone, because Cher just glared at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he was in the social networking back in uh, 2010. And they, I guess they thought like, oh, he's a handsome white man. Let's try to give him a career. Nope. And, you know, they probably put, they put him on a few other films and they didn't take off. And then they gave him an entire movie. He was like the Lone Ranger. Which he was I've literally never seen. the Lone Ranger. And they gave, and I think part of the reason why that movie didn't do well is because they gave Johnny Depp a very, very cultural appropriation. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, look, because he is not, this Native is American. from like 2013, right? Yeah, Cause I remember hearing all about bit, it all the time. A little bit. Was, yeah. And it was just, it, it tanked. It was, it was worth like, it, it, it was, it, I think it took like $200 million to make. It was like a very expensive movie. I don't think it made even, Thirty thousand. I hope tank. I hope Ghost in the Shell tanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like it. He's. Uh. This is kind of the start of his career, and it kind of hasn't done well after. He's He's been so boring. Yeah. He's just kind of just like there. He's just kind of like a white space. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what he is. He's a white space baby. And his name is Army. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, (laughs) yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, Army Hammer, everyone plays um, Gabriel in Gossip Girl. Yeah, he is. He is. He is present. He's yes. a he's a person. Yes, he he plays a character. <laughs> and uh, Serena is like very very into him, and he is building quote unquote a business. Oh my god! So his his thing like so you know we discussed in the last episode about how he's probably a smooth twenty seven. It turns out he was actually twenty two when he was filming this. Yep. He, he looks so much older, but, like, not in a bad way. Like, he looks like he's late 20s, but not, like, I don't know. He has one of, he has one of those faces that are, like, you can't really distinguish how yeah. old he is. He's, like, he's definitely 20-something. Yeah, but he's but like not sure. 20s. But, but like, you can't really yeah. tell if he's, like, um, you know, early 20s, early 20s. And it's because, I think, honestly, his height. He's a very tall man. True. That's probably exactly what it is. He's tall. And so, like... You're very confused. Like I'm not sure if he's old or not, and yeah. like he has one of those faces. And then so it's not babyish, but it's youthful. Yeah, and like so, some dudes, like or like people, just have difficulty, um, like wearing their like bodies well. If yeah. that makes sense. So like it feels like he's comfortable in yeah. the way that he he carries himself. Exactly. So he, he has like good older. posture. And yeah. He, like you know he's not he's not like you know shrugging off or you know he he, he sits up straight. He actually has like he's like focused. He, doesn't, he seems like very comfortable in his stature as opposed to kind of like being like most like a lot of tall men that i've known um not all tall men but um 
<laughs> but some tall men I have known. No tall men are, uh, <laughs> are um, they're very they're very um, uncomfortable with their height because they've always seen like they um, no pun intended ostracized by um, <laughs> their 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 uh, their presence and so like they're always trying to like recoil. They're always trying to like seem not as large as they are. Yeah, but but this, he's like I'm. But this kid fine. is kind of just like I am tall and I'm here and uh you know you can't ignore me so like um it's interesting seeing him in uh in the show and him you know navigating yeah so so his character um is um he's kind of sort of starting to date serena and he's also simultaneously um like i don't know trying to make a business which is making him super busy all the time because as we know the the busy is part of business and when you have a business you're always busy <laughs> so he's like way he's to just, go he's not been hanging out with her and blair is like business yeah blair's like why isn't he hanging out with you, you just started dating and she's like this guy is sus like we need to we need to like stalk him and see what he's doing because yeah. i don't believe he's actually doing if he's doing business, he's doing business. Yeah, exactly. But also Blair is kind of like bored as fuck. Yeah. In her own relationship because she's done this before. Yeah. She's been with Nate before. And like there's nothing new. And so she's like so so in in this part of like in this part of Blair's life, so she's probably gonna go to NYU, which is in the village. Yeah, it's in the Lower East Side. Yeah, and um, Nate's going to Columbia, which is on the Upper Morning. West Side. Yeah, it's Upper West Side. Um, it's like Columbus Circle and like Morningside Heights. Yeah, like it's so way it's like up there, super super far north. Yeah, it's like it's like going from like it's the, like literally almost the northern tip of Manhattan. Yeah, it's like Fourteenth Avenue to Ninety Eighth Avenue is yeah, literally where it is. Yeah, it's all fucking far. Way. Yeah, it's a long distance relationship, as they like equated it to. Yeah, I mean, it takes like an hour and a half. Yeah, because especially because you have to like take two different things. Probably, actually, you probably don't. No, you can like take you just take like the A. You take the A up to like and or you take the A or you can go to the A and connect to the one or two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you're not necessarily close to yeah. anything. <laughs> so um, yeah, they're all represented to the island and. Blair is trying to reckon with that and Nate's like you know you should take like the train and Blair's like that's why they have car service because uh, there's what more people live down there I don't want to go down there more people and Nate's like girl like it's gonna take you like least hours to get up there because like traffic's gonna be terrible oh my god driving would just be horrendous yeah it's like it's only like eight miles right eight is or nine eight miles? miles yeah eight mile road eight mile oh my god eight miles dun, all industrial dun, dun, dun. no yeah <laughs> You're gonna lose yourself. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great song that was. Still going. <laughs> no, but like also that movie, that song won an Academy Award. <laughs> oh God. Wow. You know what what a time to be alive. Moonlight. Okay. Yes. Not La La Land. Mm. I'm so excited. Yes. Anyways, um, yeah. So then, so he's like, I'm gonna teach you how to ride the subway. Like Blair's like, Oh God, I don't want him to deal with this. No, no. She's like, Um, I'm too pretty. I'm too clean <laughs> to be up there. I'm like, Okay, excuse me. <laughs> I'm too clean to ride the subway. Yeah, I'm offended. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Nate is just trying to like you know reason with her a little bit, and he also feels weird that like Blair um is hanging out with Chuck more and more. Yeah. So um, so kind of like Blair and Chuck's relationship at this point, like it's Nate feels weird like talking to Chuck about his relationship with Blair because Chuck also has a past with Blair. But right. I kind of. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because Nate dated her for like years and years 
before Blair and like Blair and Chuck have like barely even dated. Right. But then again, like when Chuck and Blair were together for that brief moment, it was like simultaneously as when he was with um when he was with her. So they never really had like the kind of relationship where like Chuck talked to Nate about Blair. Really. Yeah. I mean, they did but not not much. And so like now that Nate is back with Blair, it's kind of awkward because they both had like such, you know, distinctive past with her yeah and chuck's i don't know he's he says he says you know it's fine if we talk about her like you won i lost and i was like oh this is she's not a prize it's, that's gross yeah chuck. but uh, yeah but it's, it's a very chuck thing to say yeah and they're also playing basketball when and uh this is, a, this is a little bit of a fashion thing but like oh my god motherfucker chuck is wearing a goddamn ascot playing basketball like it's just one of my favorite moments of the entire episode just like seeing him win with this velour check suit wearing a goddamn mascot oh my god and it's just like why my guy why are you doing this chuck why are why are you why why are you so painfully white at this moment oh my god it's so funny of yes. course he is wearing a mascot i'm i'm seeing this right now this just is hilarious just hilarious so oh yeah because like but yeah so it's it's a weird kind of paradox that like um not paradox but like a weird situation that uh nate is in because he this is his second go around with blair yeah he wants to make it work this time he's in love with her he wants to make it right even though they're gonna be across the island and he's like you know he's like we're still gonna be together right so he tries to solve a situation without actually talking to blair and gets a lisa's apartment in murray hill what are we doing here this place is great, but Murray Hill? You mean your mother's too hip for this zip code? It's for me. It's halfway between NYU and Columbia. Just figured I'd lease it so I could be closer to Blair next year. Well, congratulations, but can you have told me this over the phone? You're my friend, all right? I brought you here as my friend to show you I found a solution to my problem. Okay, friend. I hope you'll be very happy here. I just wanted to show you that Blair and I are really serious now. This is like some jim halpert ass bullshit right here oh yes can we talk about this please okay so he's like oh no you know we're gonna be on opposite ends of the island why don't we move in together without me telling you first yeah and like he tries to like be like compromising and putting a like in the middle like murray hill is pretty much in the middle of between um lori side and um Morningside, it's like it's close to Hill, uh, to Hill, onto uh, Hell's Kitchen in Midtown, but yeah. not like quite. And Murray Hill's bunch of ugh. Murray Hill's trash. I Murray Hill. Really? I don't know. It's I like, like I also don't see this as being in the middle. I kind of see it as being almost Lower East Side. I feel like you could walk to the Lower East Side and like you know you could, you minutes. could, yeah, you could. But like I don't know, Murray Hill. I don't know, just a bunch of like you know law school law students from like. Fordham College yeah. end up in Murray Hill and like I don't know mm. I feel like Upper West Side probably would have been a better place for him to pick but I don't know maybe he was trying to be nice to Blair so, I mean like it'd be hard to, for him to get from Murray Hill to Columbia yeah um, so yeah it's just um but also it's like putting a band-aid on a situation that obviously needs like something more concrete yeah and because at this point they've been dating for like three weeks yeah they've like they're still very new and like they're two different people than they were when they first started dating you know they've changed a lot you know like i mean sure like blair has her tendencies of being you know 
low-key manipulative but like you know <laughs> so does nate yeah he's being manipulative right now but like by you know leasing out an apartment without discussing it with blair and then kind of like put her in a situation where like she has to like either you know say yes to this and you know remain on his and, good side and or, be sad about it right and be sad about it or she would say no and then she alienates her boyfriend yeah so it's like it's a very very it's difficult a, situation he put a, herself in he shouldn't have done that i don't know and like it's it's coming from the fact that he's like so he and chuck like while he while they're friends he's still kind of like trying to prove to chuck that he and blair are the real deal so he's like i'm serious about her i need to prove to you how serious i am about her and here so i'm going to tell you about this apartment that i'm leasing before i'm even going to tell her because this is more about me and you than it is about me and her yeah and it's like it's like he's pissing on his territory so yeah it's like, a fu- and it's like come on guy like, like it's, what are you gross. yeah and you know and nate is obviously doing this because he feels intimidated by yeah. chuck and you know nate is he's not he's not confrontational we know this you know he's 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 done this over and over again like only last in the last couple episodes he's been like a little bit confrontational like you know with last episode with his mm-hmm. grandfather but that, that's not nate's like first instinct it's him kind of like being like a problem solver yeah and so for him the problem solver is like oh let's get a place somewhere in the middle and then we can like hang out and, and be fine and that's exactly what he tries to do yeah and, and without actually taking anyone into consideration besides himself yeah and so you know and chuck sees this for what it is he's like oh did you talk to Claire uh, to blair about this at all like does she know about this like you know and he probably knows that like blair has like complicated feelings or like at least have like some kind of like shitty feelings about murray hill or just the idea of like living with him or whatever the case yeah um so kind of like while this is going on that's making nate more and more suspicious Mm -hmm. is that um or more and more weird about his really or territorial is that um serena so serena is not suspicious of gabe at first but then blair is like you know what if you're not going to stalk him with me i'm just gonna stalk him by myself so she when Gabe has to, for the first time, walks out on her because he has to t- spend time building his business, um, Blair is watching him and, like, who shows up but Chuck. Chuck's like, oh, what are you doing, Blair? And then they both see um, Gabriel hugging a very excited Poppy. Blair. I see you wearing your beret. Who are we spying on tonight? Serena's shady southerner. Well, I can't say it does much for me either. Why the intrigue? Don't tell me. Not enough drama and domestic bliss with Nate. You know, when people step outside their relationship for a thrill, it's usually not alone and in the dark. I happen to be worried about my best friend. Serena said Gabriel just disappears. Poof. Well, I'm gonna find out where he's poofing to. And besides, it's good for couples to have different interests. This feels eerily familiar. Yeah. So before this happens, though, um, let's talk about where Gabriel oh, came from. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. So Gabriel is having like a kind of like a, like a dinner or at least like having like a fun conversation with um, Serena and a uh, double date with uh, Serena and uh, Rufus and Lily. And they're having a good time. Like they're talking about like, you know, uh, Gabriel's upbringing. So we learn about Gabriel. He is from North Carolina, uh, which is a, not a true statement no, whatsoever because that motherfucker is at least from like, you know, 
Rhode Island or like some kind of northern <laughs> state. He's never he's never passed the Mason the Mason Dixie line. That motherfucker is as white bread as possible. He's never been down south. Oh my god. Also, North Carolina is thrown around a lot here, and his family is from in the quote unquote tobacco family. Hmm. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, they own slaves. Yep. <laughs> they definitely, definitely own a plantation. Own uh, fun fact about Blake Lively: she got oh, married on a plantation in North Carolina. Why? Why is that? That's no. And every Girl. T- and like I don't know. Sometimes I like oh I love I love Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. They're so cute together. And then I remember oh yeah she got married on a slave plantation. Terrible. So, like, <laughs> an antebellum North Carolina so it's like mm, not a fan so um yeah so they're like he's like you know being like called chipper and like you know chatting up with the parents and like getting all cozy and, and then as soon as you know well you find out that his yeah. um his startup that he is it's it's not clear if he's part of the startup in this case and I think he's keeping it intentionally vague um he is associated with a startup that is bringing wireless access for the developing world aka africa in this case um it's very vague we don't know if it's his business or if it's like a business he's associated with or if like he's just an investor but he's like basically you know working on that a lot and i don't know i kind of i kind of don't i don't know we don't know what he's doing yet yeah it's it's one of those situations where like number one the technology yeah what 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 are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Um. How how does this exist? Um. I have a lot of follow up questions about that. Yeah. Um. So many questions. Please tell me. Yes. Um. To, I'm not because he's not a VC, but I feel like he is kind of like the middleman between like the VCs and the developers of this technology. Yeah. It's kind of like he's trying to he's like raise money. Right. He's trying to raise money for them because he likes what they're doing, and he like I guess in like lieu of you know raising money, he might like butter to be like the CFO, yeah, or something like that of his company when it like gets up and running when they reach their capital they need. And it sounds very altruistic and very you know um, white guilt fueled. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And Serena's eating that shit up. She's like, "Isn't it great?" He's like, "He's such a good boy. He's such a good man." Uh. And Lily and Rufus are like, "This is great. This is great." And. You know, they suggest to have a dinner, uh, not dinner, but like have like a movie. And he's like, you know, love to do that. Gotta go. Gotta jam. Yeah, I can't can't spend time with you. And Lily's like, and then Lily, well, Lily and Rufus are like disappointed, but they understand. Whereas like Serena's like kind of like having like a little bit of a a pouting. She's she's kind of like talking about, she's um, fueled by her initial conversation with Blair about Mm -hmm. how Blair's like, he never spends time with you. Right. And Blair's not wrong. He doesn't ever spend time with her. Right. But like, you know, she's, but she's also kind of just like been talking about that anyway even prior to um blair's um interpretation of the relationship she's been kind of like you know he's always so successful with his work you know he won't like you know spend time with me and like we're you know i i want to be with him and blah 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 uh-huh. and you know she's getting more and more suspicious and so when blair of course is like coverting covertly <laughs> spying which is like this is yeah, and this is and of course Chuck is also spying too because this is them kind of like re They re- love scheming together. They it do. is the basis of their entire relationship. It is they love spying. Like don't yeah. they have anything else to do? No, they literally don't. <laughs> they literally have nothing else to do because everything is they pay people to do, do everything else for them. Yes, and it's like well, we have plenty of time to spy on folks. It's amazing. Yeah. I wish I had time to spy on people. I would 
I have so many people that I was. I can on. only devote five minutes a day to light internet stalking. <laughs> That's it. I'm bad at light, I'm bad at internet stalking. How you're a millennial? I don't know. I always like punching the wrong thing, and then I and then or like I start stalking them. Or I start working on it, and then I get distracted by like a puppy meme. Oh, nice! And then uh, then I like, go in the world, and then I go down a rabbit hole of puppy memes, and then like I forget <laughs> oh what God. I'm doing, and puppy then it's like five hours has gone by, and I'm like already seen like you know I've cried a, f- a few times, and I watch like a lot of dog commercials, so like I completely get distracted, and then I forget who I was stalking in the beginning. Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I, then I start stalking dogs and going like I'm po- going on like you know different. Like, You're good at dog stalking. I'm really You're good real at, dog, good at st- that. dog stalking. Um, but yeah, human stalking not so much. Um, you know, if you're good at puppy stalking, but you wouldn't be good at poppy stalking. Sorry. <laughs> Back to gossip, girl. Um, but yeah, so when uh, Gabrielle goes off into the arms of Poppy, Ugh. Blair and Chuck are witness to this, and so it all comes right back around. And so then, um, Gabriel, like un unprovoked, tells Serena about his relationship with Poppy. He's like. By the way, I'm still seeing Poppy because uh, she threatened to pull her contacts. Well, no, he um, Blair. Tells, oh, she does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Blair tells Serena. Blair tells Serena about what happened. She's like, yeah. Uh, well, she like takes a picture. Oh, of that's them right. together, and then she sends it to Serena. She's like, look what I found. Yeah. And Serena confronts um, Gabriel about it, and then he confesses like. You know, when we got back from Barcelona, she was like, you know, furious because she has all my contacts from my for the for the startup I'm trying to work on the project, and like, you know, I need her contacts. You know, we're all, it's you know, only like the deal's going to be closed soon. I you know this is all suspicious. Yeah, and so like Serena is like, just give me a couple more days, give me a couple, give me like a week, and then I'll be over. And, and Serena's like. Well, okay. As long as, it's, as long as it's not physical, fine. Yeah, she's like, like, as long as you, you know what, it's allowed as long as you don't fuck. And he's like so cheesy. He's like, well, oh, we have one eyes for one girl, and it's like, ugh. And God. she is the most exquisite thing. I'm like, okay, I've ever seen. Pull your dick away. Yeah, someone. seriously, put your dick inside of like a blender or something, like or that. back in your pants. I don't know, but like, just put it away. <laughs> just put the dick away. And she's like, just falling for it. She's like, because oh, she's well. so smitten. She's smitten, but like. We but also, also have a like, brain. She also has like low self esteem. So yeah. it's in, in in daddy issues and just a lot of oh like. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a lot to unpack with her. A lot to unpack with, with, with Serena. So like, it's just like, uh, and you see Serena doing these things, and I used to scream at the TV. Serena, stop it! Don't stop. go in that room. Yes, exactly. Don't go upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> go up. She the door. is she, like a horror movie. If yes. Gossip Girl were a horror movie, she would literally be going up the stairs. Yes, and it's just like, please love yourself. Like, no, be good to yourself. Why are you doing this? Please, no. So, um, yeah. So, Sharina, she, like, you know, essentially agrees to, like, be the other woman. And she had mentioned, you know, prior to, again, referencing Aaron. She's like, I was the other woman. And I didn't like it before. And I want to go down that road again. Ugh. And then, of course, thinking, so where's Aaron? Yeah, <laughs> where is he? He's, like, not part of He Cyrus goes into the world. Anymore. He's back on, he's on the island of um, of uh, discarded boyfriends. Oh, my God. We should speculate about Aaron more. Absolutely. Like, where would he be in this where episode? in the world is Aaron Rose? Rose? <laughs> <laughs> that's nice harmony there it. thank you yeah it so. was because i was in the wrong key but it turned out really well you did <laughs> um yeah so we don't know where aaron rose is but 
Uh, we know no, that whatever he, does. Yeah, but we know that he had a side piece along with Serena, and she wasn't feeling that, so she just wanted to be in that situation again. But so Serena is a Serena stands for serial monogamist. Serena yes. is like, like as soon as she starts dating someone, she's like, okay, monogamous. We're boyfriend girlfriend. That's it. Yeah, she gets fully invested in any relationship yeah. she's in, and and is like a blessing and a curse. You know, she falls headfirst completely. In, with with somebody i mean that was like with, with dan it was like with, with aaron it was like that with any with um i don't know i guess even oh my gosh, nate, she's such a cancer even nate to a certain extent i guess when yeah. she you know when she and nate hooked up and she was in love with him but then like with the whole thing she did with like blair she, like, with oh whole, and she like just left she left left yeah. and abandoned everybody but then when she when she got with dan she fell right head over hills in love with him yeah and then again with aaron so like you're seeing that again in this relationship with gabriel and she's like she's in she's committed and she doesn't want to be she doesn't share him with anybody so she's kind of like okay but only a week so gabriel's like thanks i thanks can do like, it it's yeah, fine thanks for letting me like you know dangle you for another you know oh, i hate so. him so like okay serena like really, you're girl? so you're so pretty but you're so stupid yeah it's not even stupid it's just like you know she's, she's naive yeah she's naive she's naive she thinks that like you know because she gives her word she expects people to give their word back and it's like that's not how the world works Which people sucks. yeah people women that be like people want want to do what they want to do and they're gonna and do like you're friends with blair like you should be more suspicious of I literally know. everyone but then but then again you know she loves blair unconditionally true and she and believes she, that blair has a good heart right and so she but th- she approaches every relationship like that that she believes everyone is pure of heart and just like her <gasps> pure of and, heart and who you know she rationalizes their behavior based on you know what she believes they have the potential to be and it's like no actually some people are just dicks mm-hmm. and this guy is one of them and you should be suspicious so she's um she's ignoring her her better her better um decisions and her better more rational deci- um, rationalizing the relationship and thinking oh, okay um well he was honest you know i mean he wasn't honest with her with poppy at all but you know he he came clean and he promised me that he would be you know true to me there's really like there's week. just like a lot of um and it's just like that's not how this works serena when she dates men suspends her disbelief so she has like she has no walls she has no walls when it comes to no dating filters. yeah and it's just like okay you know i'll i'll let you in immediately it's fine um she doesn't like she doesn't necessarily wait to see if she can trust someone she trusts them immediately and so um that's kind of that's kind of a relationship don't trust people don't trust anyone (laughs) don't trust anyone just anyone but no i mean and it's fun to be trusting it's just like she's so willing to trust people yeah yeah without without having any basis for it yeah exactly like what has he proven because like you he's proven that he was dating poppy then immediately dumped her he's unreliable he's constantly breaking plans he broke up with someone for you he broke up with your friend for you yeah exactly and also like within hours probably yeah like he has no loyalties and so like what what happened um like right after right after he you know told her about poppy that he had to be with her because she was going to pull his contact she says this is something that I found like, extremely unbelievable. So she's like dating her, her friends uh, and now ex-boyfriend sort of. But then she says, you know, despite everything, meaning her relationship with Gabriel, Poppy's still her friend and she still cares about her. And I'm like, do you really care about your friend whose ex-boyfriend that you're dating? 
like do you Sarita like I don't I don't believe that I found that really weird and I didn't understand it um I'm gonna play uh, quote unquote devil's advocate um (laughs) are you a white man (laughs) yep uh, <laughs> I'm playing on my male, my white male privilege. You know, I uh, I just I use the bathroom without flushing the toilet. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's what my white man privilege is. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in an action, it's like that. That's that's interesting. And okay, well, um, I'll, I'll go you know, with it. Just, you know, just just pissing wherever I want to. Yeah. Not thinking about anybody else. Leaving the toilet seat open. Love that. Up, whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm doing me over here. Um, I can understand where she was coming from a little bit about like being in a relationship with somebody that your ex your your friend was with and being with an ex-boyfriend um i've been there before uh-huh. and um i've been on both sides of that coin honestly um where a friend of mine has dated somebody that i used to date uh-huh and still caring for both of them even though like we were no longer in a relationship and also i've been part of that where like i dated somebody's ex yeah so I <laughs> and still know. caring about it but like you know at the end of the day like you don't like i mean she doesn't she doesn't you know want any ill harm on poppy necessarily yeah it's just that like she you know yeah like this thing happened but like she still cares about what happens to poppy I guess I guess end. that sort of makes sense. I'm yeah. still gonna go with my this is unbelievable <laughs> um, take That's on fair. it. That's fair. And your uh, your devil's advo take on it is <laughs> is fine, and you can believe that. <laughs> oh my god! I love you so much. I love you so much. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I think it's like. I know it's fine to date your friend's exes, but like this is so raw and like she she literally left because they got in a fight and then yeah. she hooked up with Gabriel. Like yeah. she can't really be a friend like that. If you ever did that to me, I would like just I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't want to be friends with you after that. Cause, like noted. I mean, like I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think you would do that is what I'm saying. No. But like I don't I don't know. I mean, no. I mean, like when like when I was in those situations, like it was removed we had the conversation yeah prior to me actually like doing this like hey this might happen yeah and it's i want to like get you, i want to catch i want to like get your pulse on the situation like is this okay and they were like yeah this is fine like we didn't work together as a couple that's why we broke up it wasn't like i you know was involved in their separate in their d- d- uh, destruction mm-hmm. of their relationship or anything like that but yeah it's it's a tricky situation, certainly. Um, so yeah. So you have, you know, the situation where Serena now is like allowing Gabriel to pretty much double time on her. Yeah. Two time two time on her with Poppy for at least the next week. And Blair's like, excuse me, what the fuck? Let me get this straight. Gabriel is still popping Poppy and you're okay with that? <laughs> No, no, this is too M.O.B. Go put on the vena cava. For the hundredth time, he's not still sleeping with her. And while it's not ideal, he is going to break up with her next week. And what proof did he offer of that? He doesn't need proof, B, because I trust him. We have this amazing connection. Do you know he said he fell in love with me the first time he ever saw me? Oh, that is interesting, considering the fact that he was on vacation with his girlfriend. Actually, the first time he saw me was a year ago when I was out with Georgina. He busted me on my fake Southern accent. And what night was that? Don't tell me it was that night. That night that you blacked out and don't remember anything? 
He fell in love with you while you were roofied. How romantic. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. He said I was completely lucid. It must have been before Georgina drugged me. I just don't happen to remember it. Uh, believe me, I had to learn the hard way. Trust is the most important thing in a relationship. And we have that. Blair is extremely, like, so she's opposite of Serena when it comes to dating. Like, she trusts no one until yeah. they prove it. And so she she decides to uh, sleuth more with mm-hmm. um, Chuck. With Chuck. And so Chuck's like, do you have Poppy's number? Give me her number. And so what happens is their grand plan is that they bring Poppy, Gabriel, and Serena in the same room together. Yep. That is a plan. That is their plan. That is what happens. It's it's something. It is a plan. <laughs> it is so dumb. That's literally their plan. Ugh. So then, um, I mean, I guess their plan is that, like to show that Gabriel and Serena are hanging out and Poppy didn't know that. Yeah. And so Poppy, um, so when this happens, she's like, oh my gosh, Gabriel, you need to come with me or else I'm going to like pull all your investors in your company. I'm going to kill you. Or, or that. Literally, you know, she having ex- your investors. Well, she she said that. Oh, she did? I'm going to kill you. And Chuck's like, okay, we're not killing anybody. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Bitch, sit down. Like, it was like very like... Oh, right. Oh, my God. But, yeah, she was like, I'm taking all my contacts back. And, like, how dare you? And she's just being, like, pretty dramatic in this moment. Which, like, it's understandable. It's warranted at this point. Yeah, though, because, I, like, I'm you on think, her side. Yeah, you think, like, oh, my God, you know, you know. This dick face is, yeah. like, he's like, he's like using you for your contacts. Right, and, and then also, know. like, you know, you know, having an affair with your, uh, your close friend. Yeah. And she's like, just like sitting there, kind of just like, well, you know, you left. <laughs> Sorry. That's no, that's not how it works. Yeah, exactly. My friend. Yeah. Um. So, so then, so effectively, then apparently, Poppy and Gabriel's relationship is over, and Gabriel is talking to Serena, um, about you know going back to North Carolina, even though he could have made a difference in the world with his startup. Yeah, and, um, well, like he. He chose Serena over Poppy. Yeah, and Serena's like, and Blair's like, well, at least you know he loves you. <laughs> you know, it's the bright side of that. And Serena's like, you fucked up his business. Like now he doesn't have any contacts. And you know, Gabriel's like, well, I guess go back to North Carolina with my hands, with my hat in my hands, and try to beg my dad to like let me continue on the the, the tobacco farm or whatever. And. Serena's like, well, you know, we're having a co-op meeting. My mom's having a co-op meeting here in the in the in the house tonight. Maybe you can, um, you know, finagle and try to get some investors here. There's like some of the, you know, the best, um, most you know affluent people in the city are in this room. Yeah, they they turned down, made off five different times or whatever like that. It was oh kind of God. like her like pitch. It's like, yeah, they are they're really smart. You There's know? rich people. Talk to them. Yeah, and so Gabriel's like, okay, and so he starts like you know. You know, pitching, wooing, his pitching and wooing the um, the rich people of New York um, about you know this potential um, investment, and in the midst of this, we can talk about Rufus. Okay, yeah. So Rufus so, is. Um, we find out that it's been so he he listed the the gallery mm-hmm. and the gallery. Um, so at first, when he first listed it, he he took um, Jenny and Dan shopping at a vintage store for anything they wanted because now we have money. Anything you want, Dan. You're graduating high school, that's a big deal. How about a trunk? Trunks are great for storage. Books, you're gonna have a lot of books at college. Hey, Ginny, maybe you need a trunk too. Anyone you want. Dad, what's with this newfound interest in antiquing? I'm just stimulating the economy by rewarding my fantastic kids. 
And it so happens that the uh, gallery was a great investment. It's listing for three times what I paid for it. You didn't get soaked when the real estate bubble burst? Well, it's not as much as I would have gotten at the top of the market, but I'll be able to send you both to school and have a little breathing room to figure out what I want to do next. Instead of cooking classes? I mean, even I'm getting tired of your waffles, Dad. Not cool. I sometimes make jelly. Um, and so he, like, also, like, looks at an engagement ring very briefly, and he's like, I'm not going to buy this. But then... But he also wants to buy, um, Nate, a ch- uh, sorry, Dan, a chest. Yeah. <laughs> a cute. hope chest. Yeah, any anything you want, kids, from this vintage a store. Trump, it's like, yeah. it's cute that they're, like, going vintage shopping together. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's cute. It's a nice consignment shop. And, um... Puts his listing up there, and he's like pretty chipper because, like, you know, it's like if I can sell this this gallery, I can pay for my kids' education, and then have some leftover, and have some leftover, and it'll be nice to like you know have that like stress off of me. Yeah, and so what happens is that no one ends up like it's been listed for a while, and no one's making an offer. Um, he has literally zero offers, and he's like, oh fuck, like I have to do something else now, I guess. Yeah. Um, and he then he also is thinking of um, selling his life's work, like his catalog with Lincoln Hawk. Right. But, but like now that they're not even touring anymore, it's probably not as worth as much as, yeah. it, as it was worth last year. So he's you know, left with few options. Yeah. So then when at the party at the co-op. To, oh, my God. Back to the, the Gabriel, like shaking everyone down for money. Pretty much. Um, Rufus overhears that might be like an investment and. uh opportunity and rufus you know he approaches gabriel who's like i want in you know and gabriel's kind of like oh no mr hutmer i mean like you know like this is kind of like you know a little bit out of your probably your price range but i can like you know try to set you up with like mutual funds and try to get some like you know something that's not as high risk and he's like no you know rufus is very like adamant about like you know no these are how like these deals happen but like in in the room i'm in the room right now and i want to be part of it and and i have money too i know what a mutual fund is i'm in the room where it's happening yeah and like (laughs) it was very (laughs) i have hamilton's yeah he's got hamilton's he's got several so he wants to like you know throw his weight around and it's like no you know i want part of this and so um gabriel's like okay let's uh let's talk about it so um it's so then another thing that happens is like with chuck talking to chuck decides to like talk to gabriel on his Mm -hmm. own and so we we know from the last episode that chuck or from the last few episodes that gabriel met serena that night that georgina drugged her mm-hmm. and he in season one yes, when she was supposed to be studying for um sats yeah and so that was the night before the sats and gabriel tells chuck that he met serena at butter which is a restaurant they go to a lot is apparently a real restaurant according to sheriff in midtown in midtown and so um apparently chuck knows that the night before the sats butter was closed so either yeah, it was closed because um, Blair hired the bartender to um, cater her oh, her, her SAT sleepover. her sleepover SAT prep um, yeah. the night before. So that's why Butter was closed that night. And so he, um, so he either either um, Gabriel is lying about meeting Serena, or he mis he misremembered that. Right, but it's still something that's like kind of it's planting a seed of doubt. Yeah, and so um, oh yeah, so since um, we don't know if he's lying, we were we didn't like. I, I thought he was in that episode, but it's since he's such like a nondescript white guy, it was probably yeah. that other dude that she said her name was Savannah for. Right, exactly. Actually Southern? No. Right, exactly. <laughs> it was much better than his. His weird ass Southern accent. Yes, or lack thereof. He doesn't have any accent whatsoever. It's very Northeastern, very like, you know, um, not even transatlantic. It's very just kind of like, just yeah. a very standard um, 
a North American voice, not with any kind of infliction or dialect. So it's, I don't know, it's just white man voice. Anyway. Um. So like uh, what what they do, like what um, Blair and Chuck do is they, they bring this information to Serena. They're like, hey, you know, he said he met you at Butter, but mm-hmm. Butter was closed that night. And Serena's like, I have no idea. And then Blair's like, also, I saw him make a secretive phone call. Yeah, it's just like like grasping at the straws at this point. Yeah, Serena's like, this is supposed to make me not trust him. Like, this literally gives me no information. Right. Which is just really funny. Yeah, she's like, well, I saw him make a phone call. Yeah. He he was sitting in the corner, suspiciously, and it's just like, uh... I don't know. That's not super helpful. He's also at a party, want to be quiet, whatever. Right, so, like, they're grasping at straws, but, like, Blair still does have, still has, like, a very suspicious, um feeling about this guy and with more than more than um what am i trying to say she has she has a suspicious feeling about him and she has a lot to go on of that not just like physical but like just it's just a feeling it's just a feeling she has yeah. an instinct yeah so and yeah. um so so she she and chuck realize like the only way to figure out what actually happened that night is to talk to Georgina. So they go on a road trip and um, during all of this kind of like mayhem, Nate comes to the party and he like kind oh of God. like comes up and propositions Sir, um, Blair and it's like, Hey, we need to talk about like our relationship. Um, I want you to live with me. I want you to move in with me. And it wasn't even about like, initially the plan was just like, he would lease out the apartment and they were like, can you, you know, from the dorms or whatever. Yeah. But, like now like kind of like a love nest essentially, but now he's going to like, let's live together in this 18. apartment. Yeah. Together. And Blair's kind of like, where is this coming from? And also, I don't want to move to fucking Mary Hill. And, but like, she didn't say this. Like, it just, like, it's kind of just like, Oh, um, by the way, I have to go. I gotta go. I gotta like help. I gotta help Serena with like, with Chuck. And he's like with Chuck, like I didn't talk to you right now. And just like, uh, can you put a pin in this and like talk about this later? Yeah. And it's, it's very awkward because like, he's definitely trying to like, you know, put her in a, you know, very compromising position. He's like trying to assert his dominance over Chuck. Essentially. Like I said before, this isn't about him and Blair. It's about him and Chuck. Game. I saw Dorota wearing her hat. Yeah, I can just catch the highlights on Sports Center. I want to surprise you. Are Chuck and Serena here? Somewhere. I can't believe I let him talk me into Operation Gone with the Weasel. It's a long story and unimportant. What matters is how glad I am you surprised me. Good. I'm not done. I know you're nervous about us being far apart next year, so I got something. To one bedroom in Maria. Oh my God. Will you move in with me? Yes. Yeah? Yes, of course I will. You're moving in? Yeah, she is. I'm taking her there now, actually. Well, before your birds fly off to your love nest, there's something you should know. Gabriel says he met Serena the night before the SATs. He said they were butter. No, that's impossible. I know. We should go tell Serena. No, 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 no. Chuck can handle this by himself. Why don't we go see our apartment? Chuck is like, you know, she wants to go off with me. Yeah. This is not my decision. This is her decision. And she wants to help. Ser- and so she's like, I'm helping Serena. I gotta go. It's my best friend. Goodbye. And so Nate's now left, you know, by himself. And Chuck and Blair go off to... Um, Wherever. To find Georgina. Yep. Um, so while, while that happens, um, Serena and Gabriel sleep together and 
I, I also want to add this is on red satin bed sheets because of course it is. <laughs> um, so Serena is like, so she's had like that seed of doubt about Gabriel kind of planted in her mind, even though she didn't explicitly say it to um, Blair and Chuck. So she's like, Hey, you know, like tell me more about the night we met. Like, do you like, do you remember Georgina at all? And Gabriel's like, no, I don't really remember her since you were so like entrancing. Like you just took up all my attention. And yeah. And then she's like, well, you know, um, she's like, not that unforgettable. Right. Or she's not that forgettable. Right. But then she's also like, yeah, like my friend Georgina. And it's like, oh yeah. Like I wasn't really paying attention to her. Like, well, her fiery red hair that I get your attention is like, yeah, that was pretty distracting, but like you're more beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And And as we all know, Georgina does not have red hair. No, she has raven black hair. So, uh, that definitely, you know, sent, you know, a nerve, yeah, for she, Georgina, uh, for Serena. She knows that Gabriel's lying. Yeah, and so she, they, they part ways. She doesn't say anything. No, well, like it's not even that. Like they don't even part ways. She kind of like go to the next scene with like you know Blair and uh, Chuck and like the back in the limo. Mr. Bass, visiting hours have started. Oh. <gasps> oh. I can't believe I have to see my sworn enemy with Nancy Pelosi hair. Why don't you mention it? Maybe it's best if I go in alone. What? You just said it. Your enemies. Why would she help you? Because I'm going to threaten to send her back to boot camp if she doesn't. Hmm. Blair, Georgina and I go way back. We have a special bond. I'll handle this one. You didn't even need me here. You just wanted to get me alone. Away from Nate. Away from our first night in our apartment. And his motives were pure, of course. I'm sure it's a simple coincidence that he asked you to move in right when you and I began speaking again. He asked me so I wouldn't have to take the subway next year. It's maybe why he got the lease on the place. But asking you to move in was for my benefit. Ask him yourself, or you could just trust him. Still, the fact remains, you chose to spend a night in a car with me over a night in your honeymoon suite with Nate. But then again, we all know your weakness, Philemma. I came here for my best friend. Is that the only reason? Yeah. Familiar territory. They fell asleep holding hands. It is disgusting. No one should fall asleep holding hands. I know. Why? Anyway, I'm sure I'm sure people who are like Blair and Chuck are like, oh my god, they're holding hands. What? I'm like, no. Barf. Um, so uh, Chuck is like, you know what? I'm going to do this by myself. Um, talk to Jordina. You don't need to go in the car. And Serena's, and Blair's like pissed. She's like, you just wanted me to be away from Nate at this point. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't have to come out here. Yeah. Like, you chose to come out here. It was not, my, uh, not on me. This is on you. Yeah, because she could have spent her first night together with Nate in her new weird apartment in Murray Hill. Yep. And she's like pissed that he robbed her of that. And he's like, I didn't rob you of anything. You decided to go on there in your own volition. So this is on you. And so Chuck goes off to go talk to Georgina and um, Blair takes a limo and drives the fuck away. <laughs> so kind of vindictively because she's mad that what Chuck said was kind of true. Yeah. So Chuck has a conversation with Georgina and we learn that Georgina has changed. 
She is very religious now and she's has been found saved. Jesus. She's, she's been saved. Yes, she's been saved. And uh, she is a counselor now at a uh, religious camp um, that kind of helps wayward children, you know, find God. And like Georgina, she was a wayward child who found God. Yeah. And so Chuck is like very bemused by like what's going on here. He's like, oh, this is kind of cute. He like look at her like, you know, her like her uh, her uh, her boot jean cut jeans and like her like sweatshirt. <laughs> and it's kind of like she has like braids in her hair and she's like very wide eyed. Even like her voice. Oh my gosh. Is, like, she looks so like innocent. She looks like her character in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's oh like God. Dawn. She's like very yeah. clean face. Like she doesn't have all the dramatic makeup on like she usually does. It's very I love like Georgina she's great so much she's so fun and she's like chipper like hi what's going on how's it going it's like you know i missed you yeah it's like oh my god so happy to see you and then he's like and she's like and when he like mentioned a boy he's like oh i have so much love in my heart for that girl it's just really cute and like peppy and she just has this very different lease on life that is very refreshing but also like kind of like, creepy are, are you sure this is the same Georgina? But also very creepy and suspicious because like you know like she's like she's it's like she was so manipulative but like also this we don't know anything about what Georgina's doing right now because like should we even believe that she's right being it, this way she's not like unhinged with her like positivity but it's very like you know i'm not sure if this she is, is an act or not yeah exactly so um Chuck is very amused and very like you know uh, entertained by this <laughs> this new Georgina, and he's just trying to get you know information her, from her because she doesn't seem like you know she would be as manipulative as she used to be when actually tell the truth when uh-huh. she was per- when she was given questions and so he like kind of like invest like you know like um, questions her about like you know the whereabouts where she was the night where she had um roofied uh oh my god serena Serena. and so she's like oh i've been praying a lot about that incident you know like that was that was pretty bad that was a moment that was a bad moment for me um but she's like oh we didn't go to butter because it was closed that night we went to somewhere else and so chuck's like that's what i thought yeah and so like but he needed to get uh georgina on board with what was going on and so like he got her to come to new york as well and so yeah the they he they go back to uh, it's her day off at Jesus camp. Yep. So she's like, I'll come back with you so I can see everyone. Yeah, because I'm like, I need to get I need to get my you know my, my penance. Yeah. You know, and, and like and you, you know, make of, amends. You also kind of see her being like itching to get back to her old ways. Absolutely, a there's, little bit. There is some stereotypically there's something there's something going on there that's yeah. like not quite on the surface, but it's definitely there. Definitely yeah, exactly. Lingering. And yeah, so. Um, after, you know, you find out, you know, that Gabriel is definitely lying about this. Yeah. So, um, after Rufus invests in his, in Gabe's business, uh, Serena, like kind of, she, she calls Gabriel. She's like, stay where you are. I need to talk to you. And then she shows up at his apartment and he's gone. Like, the apartment's like empty, I guess. And like all his, uh, there's just like no trace of him. And then while she's there, like looking around in dismay, Poppy storms in and she's like, where's Gabriel? Cause she apparently also gave him half a million dollars. Well, we find out like during the time where like Chuck and Blair are at the camp or at least, you know, when they were driving to the camp, uh, Poppy, and uh, Gabriel at his hotel room, oh, right. and they're going over the calculations of all the thing, all the money that the investors at the co-op have given him. And they're like, "Oh, we're you know we're almost there. We're about you know we need a little bit more, and we'll be set." You know, 
for um you know whatever amount of money mm-hmm. they're trying to accumulate and uh you can see some kind of like there's greed in poppy's eyes as opposed to um gabriel's kind of like reluctance there's like as far as i can see there's kind of like yeah you know cool you, you can see there's a little bit of um uneasiness yeah there. He's, he's like, like a little like, bit hesitant to like yeah. continue he's like yeah i guess so because like we still don't know their motives right you don't know the motives at all but you know that like you know someone's definitely have the upper hand here. yeah so then we cut to gabriel and poppy like kind of going over their finances and like all the money they've made from their quote-unquote fundraising at the the rich people party and then at this point that's, this is actually where rufus shows up um to to give his money to invest right the check and like gabriel's very reluctant to take the money yeah you can tell that like you know there is definitely someone who like you know through all the conversations that poppy was having with gabriel he, there's a reluctance about all the money that he's accumulated yeah from so the party we don't know what their motives are with this money not at all but there's a knock on the door poppy goes and hides and uh gabriel thinks it might be serena yeah he opens the door and it's rufus and he's like i wanted to give you my check in person you know because you know i'm really excited about this but i'm also excited to like you know help my kids you know go through school and gear was like oh shit like okay all right man uh thanks for the money i'll definitely put it you know into you know into the account and, yeah and, and it's awkward as fuck because you know you, at you this point you there's know? definitely something going on that yeah. like it's not you know it's, it's a little bit like illicit yeah so um yeah so then um serena calls gabriel right. and they she wants to talk to him about something which you know we're gonna it's gonna be like um the the whole georgina thing about how he wasn't actually he didn't actually meet her and so then later on serena shows up at his place well what happens is, is like you know he calls and answers and serena is like hey we need to talk you know yeah stay where you are i'm coming over and poppy's like she knows so they start like grabbing all the shit you know and um and grab all you grab all the shit and like going and so like when serena goes there she um she sees that he's gone everything's gone and poppy goes back and you suspect that like you know poppy is also like oh he left he's gone it's kind of like you know pretty much making serena laugh that like she's been the one who's been you know kind of betrayed here yeah well poppy's also like concerned that he's gone because she says she's she gave him half a million dollars right and he but just, like, like went off with it right but like i think this is all for show for serena yeah and then uh another, Dan. another like thing that's happening yeah. like you know as we know uh vanessa and dan are friends and they decide to drink together that night for some reason. And so Vanessa knows about the Humphrey situation, about how no one's buying the gallery. Right. And so she decides to like get drunk with Dan and like tell him. And so she tells him that Yale is not going to happen because they don't have the money. And also that she had sex with Chuck. Not once, but twice. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. And it's just like, it's a really sweet scene. It's just like, them in their despair describe like with their friendship i really enjoyed watching yeah it. like how like you know they're playing kind of like a, the, the drinking game about like uh, i've never you yeah know, you know blah blah never, blah ever 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 slept with chuck Bass. yeah exactly and then you know um dan also admits that he almost had almost hooked up with georgina which is not really that like 
big of a deal. Yeah. But it was big of a deal because he was with Serena at the time. Oh, that's true. And, you know, and also oh, he denied it. That. He also denied it. Yeah. Most of it until, like, he didn't deny it. Yeah. Um. So, um. yeah. And also just kind of, like, you know, topical because Georgina's back into the um, back into the show. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of a fun moment. And so then, um, so when Dan finds out about Rufus's financial situation, he and Jenny... Uh, pool their savings and buy that engagement ring that he, that Rufus is looking at at the vintage store. That's very sweet. It's adorable. And Rufus is like, y'all can't do this. Like, I have to buy that thing. I'm going to pay you back for it. And they're like, thank God that was all of our money. Right. So like, Phew, thank yeah. God. So, um, yeah. I, I like that. I, I hate all the Humphreys individual, but I like them as a family. I don't hate Jenny, honestly. It's true. Jenny's the best one. She, out of the Humphreys, for sure. Yeah. She's definitely Dan the best sucks. one. Dan sucks. Rufus sucks. As a group, they're nice. Yeah. But that's it of the episode. We'll so uh, be right back with a message from our sponsor. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Tula's offering an opportunity to receive 20% off your entire purchase at trytula.com slash post loudness. Tula is a skincare line that naturally balances and boosts the health of your skin, combining probiotics with high quality ingredients to ensure that their products are safe and effective. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I have super hypergenic skin, so like I have a very intensive like skincare regimen. I have to have like I, I use like four different cleansers. It's really intense because I'm oh allergic gosh. to beeswax. So oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. So like there's a lot of stuff that like I can't use, especially natural ingredients, mm-hmm. because I can't handle it. But you know, I always appreciate a very nice cleanser and to look at that. Oh my god, I love cleansers. I like don't really have a skincare regimen right now because I'm bad at being an adult, so I'm really excited to try this out. And you can do so and receive 20% off your entire purchase at trytula.com slash postloudness. That's Tula spelled T-U-L-A. All right. We are back with fashion. 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 Turn around. around. <laughs> it's worse every time. It's I love so it. <laughs> we do it all again, but we don't do it here. Clap, clap. Ooh, out. Uh, Fashion. Did you want to see these clothes on me? <laughs> <laughs> so fashion. Um, I feel like all we want to talk about is uh, Blair's fashion. Blair had a lot of looks in this she episode. She was out on these streets she <laughs> working on a lot of different patterns. Yeah. So at the beginning when she's uh, walking around the Lower East Side with Nate, she's wearing a giant like hounds, or her the houndstooth print trench coat. Blair has a very strong trench coat game. And so oh, she's wearing so like cute. this, um, like giant. It's printed. beautiful peacoats. Yeah, I loved it. Um, that was really cute. Um, also, when she is sleuthing, she is wearing all black and a black uh, beret. And it's just so adorable, so and I love cute. it. And I love also love like, like Chuck was like, "You're wearing the beret. Who are you it's spying on?" So cute. So cute. Because like, she's not gonna wear a skull cap. She's gonna obviously a beanie rather. She's gonna she be needs wearing to look fashionable. A beret. Clearly, mm-hmm. God, I ugh, gosh, I love it so much. Um, there's also another outfit that she wears that I really despise. She's wearing this like, it's like Oscar the Grouch colored green Ouch. dress. That's like, it's weird. It looks like it's made out of plastic, and it's it's like got some sort of texture to it. I don't know. It's ugly. I don't like it at all. And then over it, she's wearing a yellow trench coat that is fitted, and then it looks like it was just too small for her because it doesn't button the rest of the way, and it kind of splays out, and I hate it. Okay, um, I'm at, at harsh, and I, I actually like the yellow coat. But um, the shirt, though, it's got like a pussy, uh, a pussy bow um, front to it, but it's big, and it's kind of like it has um, metallic kind of like uh, almost like gold leaf uh, pattern to yeah. it. Yeah. And um, 
it's not that bad but like it's not great either it is i don't like it at all the color does nothing for her either it doesn't but like i don't know but also blair can like almost pull off anything i know so it's kind of hard for her to like look bad um but um yeah uh wasn't the biggest fan of that for sure um music there was um coconut records i forgot this band existed until i like saw them um and my because i I use subtitles when i watched the show um much like subi yeah subtitles yeah and uh, this song played while um vanessa and dan were doing their drinking game but it's called is this sound okay and coconut records was a side project of jason schwartzman Oh yeah, he had a couple of bands. He had yeah, um, he had like the Phantom Planet, Phantom Planet. That's right. And then this was the project he did after that, Coconut Records. So uh, yeah, shout out to Coconut Records. That was um, a jam when I was in college. Um, really liked them. And uh, also, the Kills. They did. They had a song um, while Georgina was getting um, her taxi with Chuck, and uh, that was uh, "You Are a Fever." Uh, Otek Lotek um the only thing that like there was some stray texting using that weird flip phone thing what was it called the sidekick yeah there was that um also gabe's gabriel's startup was bringing internet to africa how five reasons ways ways how money how (laughs) how's that work that is that is a question that all of these investors should have asked these people did not do their due diligence when they decided to they just throw money at gabriel you're like ooh, altruism i i have white good because business work because i you know colonized them back in the day probably so like i should give them internet so they can like look at gossip girl um oh my god so love it so yeah um how how does this work how how How? do you how do you get wi-fi in the developing world if they don't really have any like Actual. infrastructure yeah like you have to have the infrastructure to be able to like you know get to the satellite to provide wi-fi like how does it happen how 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 so um yeah i feel um pissed about that yeah uh stray observations i love yours straight away <laughs> <laughs> so remember the last episode jenny was dating a boy named wes whose mom owns a cater waiter company that dan now works for but he was not in this episode at all. And Where in the world is Aaron Rosenrest? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna like draw out West for four syllables. Yes, but Where also in the world is West. I just want to like com- I I kind of want to like make this like a recurring theme. Yes, and just like you know add on the different names. Like we're in the world is Aaron Rose Rossum's arrest and something blah, blah blah. Yeah, I just wanted to be like an ongoing thing. Where the fuck is West anyway? Yeah. So what happened to him? And his um his burgeoning um catering company. Oh my god, I want I want Jenny to have a boyfriend for some reason. I know I don't doesn't matter, but like, I mean, of, it'd be cute. Yeah, it would be cute. And like, he seems like low maintenance enough yeah. for like she can like have her whole entire life. And like, he's kind of just like chill. He's like, I'll be over here when you play Monopoly. It's yeah, cool. it's together, go on a walk. They had oh, it was such a cute date. Yes. Date. I miss high school dating when like I you know, know there was no alcohol involved or like at least. Oh, I love going on dates without drinking. Yes, because like I'm always exhausted and like sweaty afterwards. I know. And like also like I spend so much money and just like oh god I and then also like the person's not any more more interesting with alcohol. No. I mean I'm more interesting with alcohol, but like <laughs> but they're not. You're just, you're just fine when you're sober. Thank you. You're welcome. That means a lot. <laughs> okay. That means so much. Thank you. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. 
uh, I don't know. I miss those kind of dating when it's just, like low stakes. Um, Gabe's wore an accent. Yeah. It's not even an accent. He doesn't have an accent. He has no accent. People keep not, referring to the fact that he's Southern, but he has literally no accent. I do not believe that he's Southern. I, um, I do not believe it. Just no. He is from Los Angeles, the actor. So like he couldn't like. Nope. He his like his I, like I said. It sounds like he's just making his voice sound lower. Yeah, she's like deeper. Like yeah, people from the south have deeper voices, right? Yeah, deep. Yeah, totally. Deep. I I I have a tobacco family from North Carolina. No, you do. No, you don't, fam. No, you don't. <laughs> Why are you lying? Why are you lying? Why the fuck you, you lying? lying? Why are you always lying? lying? Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, lying. Stop fucking lying. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. what the fuck, guy? Um, uh, what, other, what else do we have, straight observation wise? Um, I, I already talked about the red satin sheets, but now that I think about it, I really want some red satin sheets. So, that's. Lady in red. Satin sheets. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Does someone say this or did I just write it? Uh, Gabriel is still popping poppy. I feel like someone probably said that. I don't oh, think I'm that clever. That's so grim. Right. So, yeah, that's the episode, guys. That is the episode. So, I'd like to thank Cards Against Humanity for letting us use their space and facilities and their equipment. want to thank Post Loudness for um, just being a wonderful collective that we're a part of. If you want to learn more about Post them, loudness. we are a uh, collective independent audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. You can learn more about them at postloudness.com. I want to thank Subi. As always, for being a fantastic co-host. Like, seriously. you. I'm the best. I'd also like to thank myself. Yeah, you are. You are the best. <laughs> Facts. Where's the lie? Can't find it. I'd also like to thank Cher for also being a awesome co-host and producer. Oh, now I'm an associate producer. You are associate producer. Yay. Yay. Moving up in the world. Yeah. The podcast world. Absolutely. I and associate like, we produce things. Yes, but like, no, you like make the agendas. You make you like do all these wonderful notes. Like it's great. It's informative. It's funny. And, and, and it's one less thing to have to worry about. Honestly. I know. So it's like, oh, good. She can hear that. It's great. And um, she's always making really fun things and just coming up with great ideas. So thank you so much. Thank um, you. Yeah. So we'll be back next week, guys. We are really rapidly approaching the season finale, season oh my two. God. So excited because like We're the so next close. few episodes are ridiculous. There's a, I love the like ends of the seasons. I love so, all of Gossip Girl. Thank yeah. you to Gossip Girl for being so awesome. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so you much. Thank you to Gossip Girl for bringing back Georgina. Shout out to Gossip Girl. Love Girls. it. Gossip Girl. <laughs> I know. I don't ever remember the name now. I just it's a Gossip Girl. <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, Gossip Girl. Is it Gossip Girl or is it Gossip Girls? I don't know. It's fine. It's both. It's neither. It doesn't matter. All right. But yeah, and so we'll be next week with um back with Georgina. Georgina Sparks. She's back. I'm so happy. So happy she's back. But until next time, you know you, you love, love us. XOXO. Gossip Girl.